Hey, mama. Okay, this episode is juicy. And to be honest, it's straight to the point because I'm here to simplify things for you. Weight loss, fitness, nutrition, all of it, because your journey does not and should not be complicated. But the health and fitness industry tends to overcomplicate all of it. So what are the two secrets that the health and fitness industry doesn't want you to know? Let's find out. Hey mama, welcome to the Tough Love Mom Podcast. I know you're here because you're ready to get consistent and finally lose that weight and you're not afraid of a little tough love. You know what to do to lose weight, but following through on those things feels impossible. You wish you could just feel like your strong, confident self again and want to be a good example for your little ones, but you get thrown off by mom guilt and the unpredictability of motherhood. It's frustrating. Taking on your journey postpartum is hard, but it's not impossible. Hey, I'm Liz, and I've been where you are. I gained a lot of weight in my pregnancies, 90 pounds and then 60 pounds. I needed to lose that weight to take control of my health and honestly just wanted to feel like myself again. With a sustainable approach to weight loss, simple consistency, and working on my mindset, I lost it all in just over a year both times, and I'm here to help you do the same. I believe that we have an ingrained ability to figure out what we need to do, make it happen, and do it in a way that awes the world. If you're ready to stop falling off the wagon, create solid routine and healthy habits, and finally feel your best inside and out, all while enjoying dino nuggets on your salad, you are in the right place. We're about to transform your journey, my friend. Get pumped up. It is tough love time. I know you're dying to find out about what these two secrets are, but before I do, (laughs) just kidding, I'm no story here, but what I will tell you is that they're not secrets to you. These two things that we're going to talk about today are not secrets. Like these are two things that are just not talked about as often as they should be in the health and fitness industry. And because of that, it can seem like weight loss in our journey should be this complicated thing when it is not. So the two secrets, are you ready? One, any workouts work. Two, any healthy and sustainable approach to nutrition works. You're like, dull is, I know that, but do you believe it? Do you live it? If you did, your journey would feel simple. You wouldn't be on a roller coaster of restricting and then completely letting go a few weeks later, and you wouldn't struggle so much with consistency. Because if these so-called secrets are true, which they are, Living a healthy life would just be who you are. It would just be part of your day-to-day life. It wouldn't be this extra thing you have to do or have to work in. So let's talk about them. First up, any workouts work. Movement is movement is movement. Like moving your body is moving your body, period. Are there certain types of exercises that are best for certain types of goals related to physique or performance or sports? Absolutely, absolutely. But let's simplify things. You're a mama who wants to lose weight and feel healthier overall. That's a broad goal, which is fine, but a broad end goal warrants a broad approach. So just move your body, enjoy your workouts, do something that fits into your day. Guess what? All of that will change over time. It's going to change based on your circumstances, based on your schedule, based on your kids. So just do something that fits into your day-to-day and be responsive to your body, to the season you're in, to the time that you have. Be responsive to those things, to the things you enjoy doing. What does that look like for me? Well, for years, I mean like a decade or two, it was playing a sport, volleyball. 
Then getting into a gym and doing what I knew from my years in a division one weight room combined with Pinterest workouts. I just made that transition into being a normal person who's not playing a sport. As I made that transition, I was doing that. Then after, you know, a year or two after that, I got into triathlons. I did that our first few years of marriage, lots of endurance training, also paired with some strength training still in the gym. And then as I became a mom getting pregnant, postpartum, I did a lot of gym and home workouts. It was easier to get to the gym with one kid. I really have never done it with two. And I've been doing that for years. And now I'm getting back into running some with a variety of workouts, mostly at home still. Again, since logistically, that's just what works best for me. And guess what? It all worked. I was strong, fit. I was only considered overweight based on BMI when I was pregnant or that like first part of postpartum. So it all worked, which basically means here I'm summing it up again for you. Any workouts work. And I was doing what was responsive to my body, my preferences at the time, what was allowed in my schedule. I haven't gotten back into triathlons because I like to perform well. I'm like mediocre at swim, bike, and run. Mediocre at all three. Not extremely, insanely good at any one of them. But I like to train well and perform and actually show up and race well. So I just don't have the time for that right now. So, you know, triathlons are not on my plate. Volleyball, how am I logistically going to work that in with two kids and a husband whose schedule is all over the place? I don't know. So I'm not playing volleyball right now. I'm doing what works best in my season with my preferences and with my goals. Any workouts work, period. Fight me on it. Just kidding. Don't. Second, any healthy, sustainable nutrition approach also works. So what, like, what is a healthy, sustainable nutrition approach, Liz? Like, what does that mean? (laughs) Okay, I'm going to give you a couple touch points here that broadly define it. In my opinion, when I look back on my journey and was doing things in a healthy way, because I've had some seasons where I was being really restrictive, and I'm not going to tell you to go there because that overcomplicates it, makes it less simple, and I'm not here for that. So what are those simple things that you can do? to feel like on a day-to-day basis, you're approaching nutrition in a healthy and sustainable way. First up, eat more whole foods than processed foods. So basically, when you're looking at a package, do you know what's on the label? Are you pulling that out of the produce section or it's like a a pack of chicken or a pack of frozen raspberries or something that, you know, a, a carton of yogurt that's just got yogurt in it and doesn't have all this extra added sugar and flavors and who knows what else. More whole foods than processed foods. And if you're at 50-50 right now, bump it to 60-40, 60% whole, whole-based foods, you know, 40% processed foods. It doesn't need to be an overnight switch to doing, you know, something like Whole30 smack dab overnight, and then you fall off your game a few weeks later. Next thing, eating to satiety. So eating to that feeling of fullness, you're content with your food. Fun fact, when you're eating more whole foods than processed foods or a diet made up of mostly whole foods, you're going to eat to a feeling of fullness that your body actually needs because processed foods are created and processed in a way that our brain can't register that we're feeling full. It turns off our natural hunger cues that we've had since birth. It turns them off. So eat to satiety and that comes after eating more whole foods than processed foods. Again, that turns your hunger cues back on. So that's point three is turning your hunger cues back on. Pay attention, slow down when you're eating, you know, try not to emotionally eat instead of Heading straight to the pantry when you're stressed, take a deep breath, you know, decide, actually think, am I hungry right now? Should I eat? Should I maybe go take some deep breaths or go for a walk? You know, what, how should I respond to this feeling instead of just, you know, turning my brain off and going right to the fridge or right to the pantry? 
you know, turn those hunger cues back on, actually slow down and think through things. A big culprit is eating out, going through drive-thrus. So cook at home more often than you're eating out. To be honest, as a family, we maybe eat out once a month. I really don't get drive through that often because it's just not part of who I am anymore. It's not a habit of mine really at all. So that can become you too. You just have to kind of one at a time, take these on, make them habit. Eating meals at a table instead of standing up. I have this one spot in our kitchen because we have like a raised counter on our island and I will stand there. It's like the perfect height for me to eat. And I find myself standing there and eating all too often. And it's super convenient. I mean, like it is my spot. It has been since Royce was born almost four years ago, which blows my mind saying that, but I should sit down more often because it slows me down, makes me more present with my family. It makes me actually chew my food, think about it from feeling hungry instead of like being up on my feet, moving around, doing stuff. So eating meals at a table. These are all things that we know we should do because they're simple. It's just that when none of these things are daily habits, they're not easy, okay? More whole foods than processed foods, eating to satiety, turning your hunger cues back on and listening to them, cooking at home more often than eating out, and eating meals at a table. These are simple, and we know them. They're not a secret. But we have so many conveniences nowadays, right? (laughs) Especially with food. It makes turning these simple solutions much harder. makes turning to them way, way more hard than they need to be. Yes, there's a place for specific diets or approaches to nutrition, like intermittent fasting or macronutrients or veganism or even keto. But they should not be the first place that you turn to when you're trying to eat healthier if you don't have those basics mastered. Because if you don't have these other things in place, you're just slapping a Band-Aid on a gaping wound. Now, I'm not going to ignore completely what food companies and the food product producing whatever industry, whatever you want to call it. I'm not going to ignore that because the way they market, the way they produce processed foods, the way they you know, work for profit that makes it that much harder for us because there's that many more conveniences for us nowadays, conveniences, uh, things being marketed certain ways, things being put in food certain ways. It's not all their fault though. Okay. Hear me out on this. Yes. That makes it harder on us now than it was for maybe a few generations ago. Yes, that is true. So I'm not telling you that, well, you should just do it and, you know, tough love. You should just do it and take care of it. No, because it is harder. 100%. It is definitely harder for us nowadays because of the way the food industry can profit and the way that they can market and the way they can produce things and the science and the technology that's here. That's true. It does make it harder. And the info, I mean, information age too. There's so much information at our fingertips that we can learn that makes it complicated too. But I 100% believe in personal responsibility. And this is where the tough love mom and me is going to come out. Because this has always been around, personal responsibility has always been around, and it will always be around. And you have to take personal responsibility to master those foundations of healthy eating that I mentioned earlier, no matter what circumstances are around or in front of you. Habits are self-induced, 100%. You know, there's not some person out there hanging over my head telling me, do this, do this, do this. Oh, look, you made it a habit. Oops. No, it's self-induced. My habits that I have, the good ones and the not so good ones, are mine. They're my habits because I created them, whether they support me or whether they're destructive. And you have the full capability. You have the full capability to change your habits whenever you want, 100%. So again, how do these 
these two quote secrets that aren't really secrets because we all know them. We just don't believe it anymore. (laughs) Any workouts work and any healthy approach to eating works. How do they work? How, Liz, okay, you're talking in broad terms. I get it. I understand that. I want to believe it. How do I implement it? First up, you're consistent. You make it a lifestyle. You adopt the mindset. This is huge. And and those things kind of come together. You're consistent over time. So it becomes your lifestyle. And then it just becomes your mindset and who you are. It's like those all kind of weave together. I'm doing this weird things. I wish you could see me sometimes because I do this weird stuff with my hands that explains things better. My arms are flying right now. (laughs) They're flying. But you're consistent. So it becomes a lifestyle. And when it becomes a lifestyle, it becomes part of your identity and who you are and how you see yourself. It's part of your mindset, how you think, how you respond to the world. And you'll become someone who just works out and eats well most of the time. And that's just who you become. It's, it, it sounds really simple because it is. But you just have to turn off the noise going on around outside you and tune back into your body, tune back into what you know deep down, which is what I've just pointed out. These two quote secrets, they're really just secrets because no one talks about them. No one points you back to that time and time again. And I sometimes feel like a broken record on here, to be honest, but I'm okay with that because I know it needs to be heard again and again and again for you to truly believe it. Like there's no secret to what I did other than I ate well most of the time. I never, I mean, aside from when I was doing 75 hard, I was never 100% with nutrition ever. And of the 150 pounds combined that I lost after having kids, probably... 100, let me do math real quick in my head, 130. So all but 20 of those 150 pounds were done not eating 100% perfect all the time. As most of the time eating like 70, 30, 80, 20. Okay. It becomes who you are. And then it's no longer about this program or that gym or this diet or that supplement. It becomes simple and it becomes who you are. The slight small difference is your mindset and your habits, and how you approach the small, simple changes that you make over time as you adopt this mindset and as you adopt these changes. They're really small. And I want to encourage you in that because <laughs> I was just speaking in all these broad terms and these you know, broad explanations. And you're like, I know that, Liz. I know it. I just can't do it. It's because you need to focus on these super, super small changes and shifts that you need to make instead of these big, huge, broad ones. Okay, I'm just going to be consistent with my workouts and I'm going to eat better. What does that mean? How do you do that? Well, it's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of really small baby steps, or as I call them, stepping stones. You know, your starting point and then your stepping stones. You learned about that the other week. So you got to trust in that. You got (laughs) to see the big picture and go, that's where I want to be. And then like close your eyes and go, what's my first step? And then Ooh, you turn your head down. I'm doing so many motions right now, man. You turn your head down and you look at that one thing. You don't take your focus off of it. I can help you with that. With finding your starting point on your starting point session, you can grab one at thetoughlovemom.com backslash coaching. If you haven't, because you should, uh, anything related to workouts or nutrition or even your routine. If it feels insurmountable, you need a starting point session to identify where to start so you know how to keep it simple and, you know, focus, turn your head down and focus on that one thing. So it actually becomes who you are. So over time, you become someone who just works out and eats well. Okay. Are you in? Are you in? Do you get this? I know. I, f- I feel like a broken record. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But big picture, these two secrets aren't secrets. We all know them. It's like an, 
I honestly think they're innately woven into us. We just ignore it and push it away and say, no, this is better or that way because this is working for that person. So I'm going to do that workout or sign up for that gym or that challenge and that diet. No, drop it. Trust what you innately know, what's been woven into your design and your mind and your knowing. We know that moving your body is moving your body. That's working out. We know that eating healthy is not that complicated. (laughs) We just overcomplicate it. And we allow it to stay complicated by not shutting off, by not shutting off the outside noise, putting our blinders on and focusing on one thing at a time and what, what will work for us in our order. So all I ask of you today is that you share this episode. Other moms need to know this. They need to understand this. They need to know that it's supposed to be simple, uncomplicated, enjoyable. Like I have not had as much fun working out and on my journey as I have the past few years as a mom. Like before having kids, it honestly felt like a chore most of the time. Oh, time for my workout. I'm going to go spend an hour doing it. Go do this. Go do And it felt like a job. And now I don't even think twice about my workout. It's just part of our day. I don't really think twice about what I eat because it's, I just know it's healthy because that's just what we buy. It has just become ingrained in our life. That took time. That took a lot of intention. I mean, I've been really intentional about my health. And learning this and applying things I'm learning to my life for seven or eight years now, time, I'm telling you. And moms need to know this. It's not supposed to be this crazy, complicated thing. You're not supposed to be super restrictive on this roller coaster, going up this hill, fighting this battle, white knuckling everything, trying to figure it out. And then you let go and you go flying down the roller coaster, back downhill where you started. Like that's not, it's not supposed to be that way. Your weight loss journey is not supposed to be that way. It's supposed to just be who you are. Like my body just goes back to a healthy weight because of the habits I have. Okay, man, I just, (laughs) I wish moms could feel that. Like it kills me knowing that there's, there might be moms out there that never get to experience that. And if you're one of them, just know that you listening to this episode all the way through, however, 18 minutes in, however long we in, we are right now. You're doing the work to get there. And that's huge. Like commend yourself for that. Pat yourself on the back for that. Because there's moms out there that will never grasp this. They will never have an enjoyable health and fitness journey. They will never enjoy eating well. They will never enjoy workouts. But you can. And it doesn't have to feel complicated or difficult or like this extra thing. Yeah, at the beginning, it will. 100%. At the beginning of your journey, it will feel very effortful. It will feel exhausting. It will feel like you're white knuckling stuff because guess what? When you're changing habits, it is hard at the beginning. But what comes after doing that? Man, if more moms could experience that, I don't think we would have the health crisis that we do today. To be honest, I really don't think we would. So like I said, all I'm asking for you today, if this hit home at any point, at any point, I want you to screenshot this episode, post it to your story, share the link if you know how to do that. If you don't, just share it. Get this word out. It is so important. It's so important that moms understand that our journey does not have to be hard. Our weight loss does not have to be hard. I don't want our kids. I don't want our kids. I don't want their generation seeing us struggle to do it or be confused by what it means to be healthy. We're healthy. We can be. It's in us. So let it out. Trust in it. Okay. So screenshot it, post it to your stories, or just share the link with your friends, whatever. 
just share this episode. Help me spread the word about this. I will be forever grateful. In the meantime, get after it. Before you go, thank you for spending this time with me on the Tough Love Mom podcast. If this episode encouraged you in any way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a review letting me know how this show has impacted you. Then send this episode to another mom friend or take a screenshot, post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me on this journey to impact thousands of moms. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you, sister. Until next time, get after it.